welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It's April uh, 24th today. My show notes say 23rd. We're a little bit busy last night playing softball and watching uh, hockey. The Boston Bruins. Oh, here we go. We are, uh, we're, we're, uh, you know, we live in New England. I won't say who we're rooting for, what we're fans of, because we'll probably lose like 100 followers. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've said in the past. Yeah, that's true. Uh, my name is Morgan Coley. This is uh, Rick Lemon, right What's across up? from me. Uh, we got a great show prepared for you today. Uh, the NFL draft is in just two days. Well, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you could say it's so two days. Here's here's the decision. Yeah. You watch the NFL draft. You watch the Boston Bruins, or you watch Avengers Endgame. I'm gonna say uh, the NFL draft. <laughs> That's how you know you're, you're like kind of like a loser a little bit. A little bit. You, know? you just offended half of our audience. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, okay, it's one thing. So there's probably a lot of people listening that don't like hockey and don't care about the Avengers. Yeah, so probably I guess 90% of the people listening to the podcast. Yeah, I guess. They do one thing. They play fantasy football all year round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my nine to five job. Yeah, that's my nine. Yeah. Uh, we will discuss the top rookies from the running back slash wide receiver positions in 2018 on this show. We got a lot of guys, uh, including Barkley, Lindsey, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, lots of players that we are going to go over and discuss. Um, but, you know, every episode, got to go over the uh, opening. Hogwash. Yeah, hogwash. <laughs> Is that what you want to call it? That's what um, we're going to call it, yeah. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at the FF Champs. Go to Instagram. We're over there, too, at uh, the Fantasy Champions. Uh, Facebook.com slash the Fantasy Champions. You can like us there. Subscribe wherever you listen. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, your support is much appreciated. We're also on YouTube. You can subscribe there. Uh, leave a review and uh, share the podcast with your friends. Let's get started with the news. Kyler Murray is reportedly not going to be the first overall pick. Now, that's not official. Don't take any official word from me. I have no sources. I might have a few. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Kyler Murray uh, is reportedly right now shifting in the direction of him not being the first pick in the draft. That's uh, That's what is being rumored out there now. The Cardinals have come out and said that they uh, don't know what they're doing with the pick yet, so it's still up in the air. We so don't know. They're probably just saying that to say that. They probably already have a decision. Yeah. But if you're one day away from the draft and you've been thinking about this for months and you don't know what you're going to do, uh, like if they're being serious, which I doubt they are. If but, you're an Arizona Cardinal fan, I apologize. Yeah. That's that's that shows they don't really wrong. have a plan. The, the Browns, the Browns had a plan last year. They just kept it secret. Yeah, it was Baker all the way. They sold their soul on Baker, and I made fun of them. I love you, Baker Mayfield. They were ready for the bake. 
I'm not going to say that. Bears, <laughs> no. Bears, you know where I was going. Bears said that uh, they're they aren't looking to draft a running back. It's not a big need for them. Um, yeah, dude, Mike Davis. Don't you bro. love Mike Davis as the starting running back? Tyreek Cohen, the human joystick. They're going to draft a running back. I'm sorry, I don't buy into that. Uh, they might draft him in the third round. They said it's not a pressing need. They might. Yeah, they might draft. They'll probably draft a running back like later. In the draft, I think fourth or fifth round. But what do I? Yeah, know? Um, no sources, no sources. Uh, Odell Beckham's. Uh, he went on a little Twitter rant the other day, talking about uh, somebody said he was the cancer. Well, a lot of people have said this, but he was the cancer in the Giants' locker room, and that was the reason why they were losing last season. So he decided to set the record straight on Twitter. Oh boy, that's Where, always that's always a good thing to do. Go on, you Twitter. get offended. Time to set the record straight Gosh. on. Twitter, Twitter yeah. bro. Go straight to Twitter and tell everyone exactly how you feel. That's that's 101 right there. Yeah. I mean, ask the president. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Uh, Odell Beckham freaked out, said that uh, he wanted to win and that he wasn't the problem in the locker room. I'm not taking anyone's side here, but no one believes you, Odell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No I mean, I don't like watch watch the Giants win like eleven games. I don't think he was the reason they were losing, but I don't necessarily think he wasn't a cancer in the locker room either. If that makes sense, yeah, I guess. Like the Giants are just like a bad team, but the, yeah. Uh, Odell, there's this like notion that Odell is uh, is very you know he is he is a very competitive guy. He doesn't freak out for nothing. He does want to win. Yeah. Um, but he, they, people try to compare his 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 spaz outs to Tom Brady's spaz outs, and everyone looks at Tom Brady's spaz outs as like, oh, he's working hard as a player, and then Odell's like freak outs as like, oh, you know, he's a punk kid, yeah, you know, not. But uh, Tom Brady doesn't kick nets over and tackle the the kicker net and the sidelines like. You know he's a little bit overreactive. I love Odell Beckham anyway. Uh, Jonathan Stewart retired yesterday, I believe. That is complete and utter. I, I a lot I of like people, he's a lot of people retired just lost, for like three years. A lot of people just lost their first overall pick in, in fantasy football. <laughs> Dude, that was my guy. <laughs> I had him on the board <laughs> since <laughs> the second overall pick. Jonathan Stewart, the guy uh, that killed the duo Carolina Panthers running back for years. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Raiders are reportedly going to make a surprising pick at four. Uh, the <coughs> quarterback. No, it's not going to be quarterback. Well, if it's surprising, people have been talking be. about quarterbacks for months. You know who it's going to be? The tight end, TJ Hawkins. Oh, gosh. I'm telling you right now, when it happens, it happens. I mean, I like the tight end, but to pick a tight end at four. Hawk like, is going number four. Oh boy, yeah the Raiders. You do you Raiders. Yeah. I mean, after the off season they've had, is anything they do going to be surprising? Yeah, that's true. Everyone's making fun of the Raiders, but I don't know. They're going to be pretty good next year. I, not. <coughs> I like what they're doing actually a little bit. Well, I think it's they don't really have a direction, but yeah, like the overall scheme of things, I have liked. Like getting Antonio Brown cheap, I liked. Yeah, they're not bad at what they're doing right. The now. The moves they've done. I liked, but it doesn't have a direction. But so they have a very tough schedule next year. The whole re- there was a big report also uh, a little bit earlier. I got to get to the next thing, but 
um, that said that Mike Mayock and John Gruden, like, basically told all of their scouts that they were out of the conversations about who they were going to draft, all of them, because they didn't trust anyone. Oof. Not because they didn't trust anyone's scouting ability, but because they, that good? They, they thought that those people would leak whatever the Raiders were going to do to the media, so they didn't want that. So they just got rid of them all. So Mike let's, May- let's May- get rid of our trained scouts, <laughs> and we'll watch NFL Network and decide who we're going to draft. <laughs> no, no, don't you know Mike Mayock used to work for Exactly. That's why I said it. He's gonna do like one of his segments, but with like no. Uh, he's been doing no this camera. for months already. Might as well just go with Mayock. Uh, yeah, no. He's got first round arm talent. First round arm talent. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Haskins thinks uh, he's going to the Redskins. So there was a report that said the Redskins were looking to trade up. They wanted a quarterback. Then there was a report. They do need a quarterback. They were. There was a report that uh, the Redskins were making progress on trading up. And then there was mm. a report also that Dwayne Haskins thinks he's going to the Redskins. If you put all the puzzle pieces together, Dwayne's Haskins, Dwayne Haskins is the next RG3. Well, it's <laughs> not necessarily well. a good thing. No, that's the not problem. A good thing so at all. Dwayne Haskins, if he goes to the Redskins, <clears throat> I would, I mean, that yeah. team is not going to be good. And when they aren't good next year, it, everybody will be like, Dwayne Haskins was an awful pick. Yep. Why would you take him? Like, he'll be in a position to fail, I think, if he goes to the Redskins. <sighs> Which stinks for him. But Breaking news. Tyreek Hill is actually going to uh, be playing this year, I guess. Oh. He's not reportedly not going to be charged after being investigated in two separate child abuse cases. So he's free. So he's free. According you hear to- that, Dynasty owners? Oh, boy. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, believers. <laughs> Stop. Kansas City, my people. No. Uh, the NFL hasn't made any decisions as to what they're going to do. Um, there is still a chance that he is released by the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, that's what this report says. So uh, we still aren't out of the woods on Tyreek Hill, but the fact that uh, uh, the DA in Johnson County is what this is, Steve Howe has said that there was no crimes committed by Tyreek Hill in this situation, is good. A good step in the Yeah, he only, like, direction. you know, maybe potentially, like, beat his family. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, and uh, one final piece of news, Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, is reportedly available for trades. They don't want to pay him. Uh, because they're paying Elshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson big money, so uh, that'd be a decent pickup. Yeah, it would be. A decent I don't pick-up. know why the a, Philly wouldn't just keep him though and have. He was a first round pick four years ago and kind of flopped. Yeah, he's still a decent player though. Um, he's a he's a good receiver. He's just not like you know, if you take a guy in the yeah. first round, you expect him to be more of a top, like your top guy, and he's not that. But he yeah. he is a good receiver though. Right. Uh, let's move into our uh, main event, main segment of the show, uh, Rookie Breakout. Rookie Breakout. Today, we are going to discuss, like I said, top five. No, not the top five. Well, yeah, the top five at each position for rookie running backs and wide receivers from 2018. We want to break down the rookies from 2018. Uh, give you a little bit of an idea of how they will produce in 2019 and their draft value. So where you where you should be drafting them. Uh, I want to preface this. As you know, our podcast is half PPR. Um, we do talk about PPR and standard a little bit, but 
uh, mostly half PPR because it's the middle of the road. So all stats are based on half PPR. Let's get started with the running backs. Number one, Saquon Barkley. Uh, let's move on. Phil- <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Barkley quite a bit. We're going to keep talking about him. And we're going to keep talking about him all the way till the end of the century. I actually have shifted my thoughts on Saquon. Okay. I think he's going to I think he should be the running back uh 101. And uh wow, pick 101, bro, that'd be a steal. That would be an absolute steal. Uh I think he should be the first overall pick in fantasy drafts. Um before I was kind of nervous to take him because I felt like there was a lot of question marks surrounding him, but at this point, he's like the only guy. Well, you don't like pictures of Zeke being three hundred no, pounds on no, Twitter. I, I'm all set with that. <laughs> Zeke wasn't my number one running back anyway. I'm forced to take Saquon number one. Thank you, fantasy. Thank you. It's like, oh man, my choices are so tough. I'm either Saquon stuck with Barkley. Saquon or Zeke Elliott or he was, Todd uh, Gurley. Ugh. He was one of the, he was he was the number one cons- most consistent. We talked about this on the running back show, um, so we don't need to spend a ton of time on Saquon, but. He is the number one ranked consistency rank. It's he crazy. only busted 6% of the time with a bust being under 12 points. He had one game the under one, 12 points. One game under 12 points. So Saquon Barkley was an absolute beast last year. Um, I think he has, a, he, from season one to season two, I think he can make a lot of improvements. Um, he hasn't done anything stupid like Zeke's second year in the league. He got <laughs> suspended for four games for God knows what. I don't remember. But uh, Barkley's going to start full-time, and I think I think he might actually be, like, I, I look at Zeke as an extremely talented running back, but I don't know why he keeps putting on weight. Because he likes Chick-fil-A, bro. He does. He loves Chick-fil-A. Can't um, blame him. Saquon Barkley probably is the most talented running back in the league. Um, I really do like him. I think I think if I was sitting there at one, I would be okay taking him with the first overall pick. Yeah, a lot of people would be. Oh, I'm just gonna take him right now. I've just I've had my reservations and I've put them. You thought about them it away. I thought about it. I put them away. Um, it is still very early, though. It is still very early. I just think it's more or less his. It was just a beast this year. That's there's no yeah. two ways about it. Um, I think the other thing is I heard uh, on a on a I think it was an article I was reading earlier this week Saquon Barkley facing stacked boxes when Odell wasn't in he had obscene amounts of fantasy points and he's going to be facing a lot of stacked boxes this year um so I think I think you can expect 17 to 20 fantasy points a game from him wow. uh, which is pretty good I uh, this year he averaged like 21 and a half so I think you can you can expect that from Saquon Barkley. Um, the question is, can he have a Gurley like season? Just where he just dominates. Gurley Gurley finishes the number one half PPR running back, and he missed two games. I think Barkley can. I don't know if it's going to be this year though. I mean, I don't I don't know if he like it helps Todd Gurley that I think he had a fantastic team around him. Yeah, fantastic O line. For the first half of the year, fantastic quarterback, right? A fantastic coach, like all that stuff. Barkley's got not too much around him, yeah. So he's still going to be very good. I'd take him number one overall as well, right? But to answer the Todd, is he going to have a Todd Gurley type season? I'm not sure about that. So the Giants have improved their offensive line. Uh, the positions that you really need to worry about, Eli. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the positions that you have to worry about. 
when it comes to running backs is the interior offensive linemen, so the guards yeah. in the center. Well, um, I mean, those are the most important, but those are the, the most tackles important. are still important. Tackles are important, but for a guy like Barkley, who's, you know, friggin' six feet tall and 220 and can run over a truck. Um, Barkley can also cut it outside, though. He can. Yeah. Oh, he can cut it outside, but a majority of the time this team sends it in. So, I mean, they've they've improved their guard position a little bit. Um, I think they added Will Hernandez, but that could be wrong. Um, but anyway, so their offensive line looks okay. I said he would finish sixth among quarterbacks next year. Mm-hmm. But as far as my rankings are concerned, I'd have to pull them up. But I just, I don't, there's a lot of quarterbacks that I like over Baker Mayfield. Unfortunately. Yeah, no, I know. And it's not even just like, I love Baker Mayfield. He was one, he was a guy that I was like targeting even before they got Odell, before they brought in Kareem Hunt. Now Kareem Hunt doesn't make a huge difference, but before all that happened, they still had Jarvis Landry. They still had a good offensive line. They still had David Njoku. David Njoku. They had Nick, you know, Chubb. Nick Chubb. They had some good pieces on their offense, right? And so I was like, he's a great 10th round pick. They added one guy, Rick. Right. Odell Beckham so, made him jump five rounds. Four rounds, because he's going in the sixth. So that's why I said, that's why I only said a tad. Because Odell should jump you, at, I would say, like two to three rounds. Yeah. Four, I think, is a little much. Being the or being the fourth quarterback off the board is a little much. Yeah, I think that people are getting a little too <laughs> too crazy on the hype train, you know. But yeah, I do think he did deserve an increase. My last edited rankings in March had Mahomes one, Rogers two, Ryan three, Luck four, Watson five, Newton six, Goff seven, Philip Rivers eight. Roethlisberger, 9. Russell Wilson, 10. And then going from there. Um, did you have Matt Ryan on the list? Yeah, Matt Ryan's down at... Uh, where did I put Matt Ryan? Oh, he's up at 3. Oh, okay. All right. um, so you Matt Ryan 3? Yeah. Interesting. This was before the Odell trade, correct? Yes, this is before the Odell trade. So I would probably... On this one, I have Baker Mayfield 16. Um, just because there was nothing really jumping him forward. But I would probably move him up past Phillip Rivers, which would put him in eight on my boards. I would probably take Goff, Newton, Watson, Luck, Ryan, Rogers, and Mahomes over him. I think I'd take him over Newton and Goff. Okay. Why? Because the Odell <laughs> Sorry, I have does... a cold. I keep coughing. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think... Considering what you said earlier, the pro rated that he finished sixth in the second half of the year, he's going to have the same offense. You add Odell, Cream Hunt will help once he plays. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be number four again. That's, I think, a little too high, but I don't think it's crazy to say that he sh- could be top seven, top six. I don't think it's crazy to say that. I just think it's crazy that he has been hyped up into that position. Because here's the thing with me. Baker last season, whether we believe it or not, whether we want to believe it or not, finished as the QB 16. Correct. And didn't play in two games, right? He didn't play in two games. So I I did the numbers on that, Mm -hmm. and he would have finished ahead of Tom Brady, I believe, right behind Andy Dalton with those two games if you gave him an average of 17 fantasy points a game, which is what I think his uh, outage was. Yep. Um, So... If you look at Baker Mayfield and you say, okay, he finished as like the 15th quarterback, right, last year, 
what makes people so quick to believe, besides the Odell Beckham addition, what makes people so quick to believe that Baker Mayfield is just all of the sudden, because I have I have a note here when I made these rankings, major watch, could be a breakout, could be a breakout. Before they added Odell, he was a, Baker Mayfield's a guy to look at, he's a guy to watch, it could be a similar situation as Patrick Mahomes the past year, Patrick Mahomes came into the season, he's, you know, talented, good, you know, he's can get out of the pocket, he can do everything well, and he has all this talent around him, he's going to break out. That's why you drafted Patrick Mahomes. You got him in the ninth round. You look at Baker Mayfield. That's what Baker Mayfield was supposed to be. But now you got all this hype. You got all this stuff surrounding him. You got a ton of people drafting him far too early in their drafts. Yeah. And and now I'm looking down at my notes and being like, why are people drafting so Baker Mayfield is... so high? Because if he doesn't live up to the hype, You're, that and, is true. Yeah. And he busts. People are going to be sitting here. This is where people. This is where people arguably fourth, fifth, sixth round. This is where people arguably drafted, and some people drafted him way higher. Aaron Rodgers last year. This oh, is where people he was did that. like a third round pick last year. Yeah, and he finished as the QB six this year. How badly did Aaron Rodgers? And hurt it was teams? really, it was really only QB six because he scored like what forty, fifty in the yeah. last game of the season. He would How have been bad, like QB ten. How badly did Aaron Rodgers hurt teams that he was on? He, he did. He hurt teams. We can say it. We can so prove it. So when I say Baker Mayfield's going off the board as the fourth quarterback in the fifth or sixth round, and the fifth, the first five rounds to me, let's just assume he's the fifth round. He will the be first, a fifth round. He will be a, a fifth leagues, round in a lot of leagues. In the first five rounds, I've said this before, and we're going to go over this on a draft strategy show when we get that far in the off season. <laughs> um, but when we get that far, we'll talk about building the structure of your team in those first five rounds is so key. And if you're wasting it on a risky pick for a quarterback that may not even finish as the sixth best quarterback on the board next year, who has to live up all to all of this hype, yeah. who has to carry an organization who sucked for a very long time into the promised land. Like this this is a lot for one man to take on. Like he he has to be good. This is not this is not oh the Browns, well, they don't have to be good. They have to be no, good they now. They have to make the playoffs. This is it. Like, Freddie Kitchens is out if you don't play well. Like, John Dorsey might be out if you don't play well. This is the team that you have yep. to win with right now. And I don't know. I don't know if Baker can do it. That's my problem, is that I'm not wasting. I think he can. That is, like, one giant question mark right next to Baker Mayfield. And it's like, does that make you all of that? Does that make you want to draft him? No, it doesn't. But I do think he can. And I think he can. I agree with you for most of the things you said. The one thing you you did say is you you asked me, other than Odell, yeah, what gives you reason to draft like that increase? And yeah. I did just talk about this earlier, but I'll bring it up again. Is you said earlier the pro-rated stats in the second half once Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson, like that whole team was awful when he was head coach. Once yeah. they moved away from him. And which they're not going to have Hugh Jackson in 2019. Once yeah. they moved away from him, Mayfield was a different quarterback. He was fantastic. You're going to have that throughout the entire season with Odell, with Kareem Hunt for at least like six games. Mm-hmm. I think that gives you reason, enough reason to jump him into the top seven or six guys. To me, I, I do believe he's going to finish as a, as a top six quarterback. I think it's just a, it's not a buyer beware. It's more or less a, it's too high. Like, 
if he was even uh, where I would draft him, Rick, is the ninth round. And that's a lot of people ninth round are going to be like, yeah, they're going to be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't follow the crowd on this because, A, I'm not drafting a quarterback right now. There I are, think there are five guys. There are five guys in the last five rounds that I'm going to take. And I'm not taking Baker Mayfield. I would have taken Baker Mayfield if before the Odell. before the Odell trade. Yeah. But after the Odell trade, I didn't. I didn't, and I should have. But I did not anticipate. Like, thank God, I didn't do any. I, told, I, I remember I told you this at the time. Yeah. I didn't anticipate the explosion. Yeah. surrounding him. We'll see if that increases or decreases as you know. Joe yeah, I might Sh- move around. Joe Schmo, who turned off his fantasy, deleted his fantasy app off his phone, and then decided, "Oh crap, it's a uh, football season. I got to go do my fantasy draft," and jumps right back in how he drafts. But to me, right now, the people that are still following and sticking in it consistently, they are very in on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and the people who are very in on Baker Mayfield may be very burned. <laughs> Five weeks into the season, it makes sense. But for me, you could don't get me wrong. I love you. I Baker. think I think the quarterbacks though. It's a kind of like Mahomes, Luck, Rogers, Watson. I think you'll get very solid production out of those four guys. Right. After that, I think there's a chance Mayfield could be fifth. Like there's a chance that somebody's going to step up. There's a you know chance what I mean? Mayfield could be one. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like those guys are going to be consistent. You know. I don't know. I think the drop off is enough there where you can justify taking Mayfield as the fifth quarterback and be like, yeah. "Well, Cam Newton was there. Cam Newton is good. I like him, but you know, Cam Newton has his ups and downs. You know, Jared Goff was there. How is he going to turn it up? Like, is he going to be the same guy he was for the first half of the season or the second half of the season? Right. Russell Wilson's there. That you probably should take Russell Wilson, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, Drew Brees is there. Yeah. Drew Brees is going to fall off. Right. He's, he's getting older each year. Like, there's a re- there's justifiable reasons to take Mayfield. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I think it's just a value thing for me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily have a problem with taking Baker Mayfield. So you think that's where the it's that's just where, where he where, is. It's where he I is. know what you mean. Yeah. It's like I, I'm not drafting. I'm not drafting Baker Mayfield in the fourth round. I'm not and, drafting Baker Mayfield in the fifth round. I'm not drafting Baker Mayfield in the sixth round because in my draft strategy and my plans, yeah. Baker Mayfield does not fall into them. Like I, I there are wide. That's rec- like how I feel about Mahomes. There are. Yes. I love Mahomes, but <laughs> I don't want to take round. a quarterback in a, in the late second, early third yeah. round. Yeah, it's not going to work. So, and we talked about this before, drafting quarterbacks high, drafting tight ends high isn't a valuable draft strategy. Yeah. Because as se- the second not only like you have to think about drafts in a like perspective-based way of like like don't just think about the draft. And I said this before, like in previous episodes, if you want to go listen to the series all the glitters, you have plenty of time to do so <laughs> yep. before the season starts. But I've talked about this before, where the quarterback position and the tight end position are completely, like, the second you draft them, they're completely valueless, almost. Whereas, if I draft Patrick Mahomes high, what am I going to get in return if I try to trade him? Am I going to get a first, second, or third round player? No, I'm not. Probably not, no. No. If I draft George Kittle in the fourth round. Am I going to get a fourth round value? If you if you draft Kittle? George Kittle, are you going to get Leonard Fournette for him? No. In a trade? No. 
if I offer George depends Kittle on the league, I guess, to but... one of the guys in our league, and I know exactly the person, <laughs> he would have said no. Well, he might have said yes. I don't know. But most likely would have said no. Most likely would have said no. And so when you look at the value and you compare it from player to player, yes, you're thinking about building your team, and you're like, oh, I love, I love this guy. I love the, you know, I love getting George Kittle on my team. I love getting Baker Mayfield on my team. I'm glad I spent that fifth round pick on him. Well, when the season starts. And he has one good game, and you're like, you know what? I don't need this good quarterback. I need some running backs, running backs you should have drafted with the Baker Mayfield yeah. pick. And, and then you try to deal them, no one's going to want them. Perfect, They're going to be like, oh, yeah. well, the quarterbacks aren't that value. I'm not going to trade them. You have to think about drafts more. You have to think about your fantasy draft more than just being the draft. I think a perfect example of that is last season. We looked at guys like you spent, let's say, you spent a second or third round pick on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And. Somebody drafted Matt Ryan in the last round. They're not going to look at that and be like, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, quarterbacks, yeah. other than Mahomes last year, were pretty close together in fantasy points. So what's why are you going to take one in the fifth round when you can get someone who's probably going to be around the same, yeah. if not yeah, better, in round true. 13? It's true. I just... You can't. It, Kirk like, Cousins last year was only is, in the fifth round, and this is why it's not even just a quantitative risk for me. If Baker Mayfield is guaranteed, let's just say he's guaranteed top six, right? You know, you go into the future. You 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 you, <laughs> you, 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 tra- you travel with Doc Brown in his time capsule machine, time machine, the DeLorean, yeah. and you you go get the the sports almanac, and you find out that freaking Baker Mayfield's going to finish as the fifth best quarterback, right? Okay. <laughs> Are you going to draft him still at that fifth round spot? I probably wouldn't. No. I'd take him sixth round maybe, but. Even if you know, see, that's the problem. Uh, yeah. And there are going to be so. Go ahead. If I'm in a league with you and you listen to this podcast, go ahead. Take Baker Mayfield. Do it. I don't care. I mean, like, if so let's say <laughs> I did just come back from the future and I know he's going to finish fifth. Welcome to uh, the rookie show where we talk only about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> It, in that in that scenario, I would take him in the sixth round, not the fifth. That's a little high. Sixth round, yeah, maybe because like, I have my my first five rounds. But so. even even that, like this this is the big thing for me is that when you look at the when you look at last year, the sixth quarterback to finish, like I said, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, uh, Andrew Luck was five, but should have been a little bit higher. But Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, those four guys right there burned fantasy teams, and it wasn't because. When you draft a quarterback that high, you are expecting that quarterback to be your ride or die quarterback. Like yeah. you're going to you're gonna go with him the entire season. Carson Wentz burned teams last year. Kirk yeah. Cousins burned teams exactly. last year. And I think I think that's the big thing is like Cam if, Newton burned some teams this last is year. why this is why I'm going in the extreme opposite end of the spectrum is I'm gonna stream quarterback. Tom Brady burned teams last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are still gonna draft them. Very high. <laughs> Yeah, like Ethron. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is why I'm streaming quarterbacks next year because I don't see the value in holding unless you get Patrick Mahomes or unless you get Aaron Rodgers or unless you get Andrew Luck or even Deshaun Watson. Unless you get one of those three or four guys, you're not going to get consistent like four, five, you know, six, seven huge games out of a guy. Yeah, You're not going to get that. Like Aaron Rodgers, like you said, he had like two 40-point games, and then the rest of the season it was like 17, 18 points. He had two 40-point games out, and you're like, you're getting burned at the quarterback, right? Unless you drafted somebody in that spot. And people might be saying like, oh, well, if those are the only four guys, why not draft one of them? 
And well, this is look at the top five, six last year. This is and what, the year before that. This is what I go to, and I wrote these numbers down, and I I thought it was important to to go with this. So going off those eight games, right? Those final eight games where I gave you all those numbers. With Mayfield. Yeah. Do you want okay. to know what his bust percentage was with a finish with a QB one finish being over twenty points and a bust being under twenty? Okay. He had a fifty percent bust percentage. Okay. He had a game where his first game he finished with eighteen. His second game, he finished with 22. I can't believe I have this memorized. His third game, he finished with 13. Fourth game, he finished with 13. Fifth game, he finished with 12. Sixth game, he finished with 22. Ooh. And the eighth game, he finished with like 25. I think he skipped, did I skip a game? Seven. <laughs> oh, seven. Yeah, somewhere it was like 20, 22, and 25 or something like okay. that. So slowly improved, got better. But at times, it was he, still he still a had a rocky performance. Is he worth that fourth-round pick? No. And so fourth that's round is way too early. fifth round or, or I mean, fifth round or sixth round. I, fifth I, round, I think is still obviously too early. And even, and I think sixth round, sixth is round, strange. I think is, a, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's so, I mean, the, the numbers don't lie on Baker. I just think we need to, I'm not saying don't draft Baker Mayfield, stay away, stay far away. Don't draft him that high is what I'm saying. And, and B, I'm saying that Baker Mayfield is extremely talented and he's extremely good. And he's got all this talent around him. I would not be surprised if he finished in the top three, and I would not be surprised if he ends up being one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy next year. Uh, and he doesn't burn. He's got the upside. I think he's he has a higher upside. upside than like he's got a higher upside than Russell Wilson. I'm just I'm not. But the, the floor for Wilson is lower, you know, yeah, or higher, right. I should say. Yeah, right. And I I think Baker Baker could completely like destroy. It. Like you, I just don't. For me, when I do a draft, I don't want to go back and go, oh, I shouldn't have drafted a quarterback there. I've done that too many times in my fantasy life. Carson Wentz. My fantasy football life. Yeah, yeah, Carson Wentz. Drafting a quarterback high and then going back and saying, there was a guy there that I, I was looking at, but I took yeah. the quarterback instead. Don't draft Baker I Mayfield. I mean, last year in our own draft. Don't draft Baker Mayfield at five yeah. or six. In our own draft, like I was sitting, I didn't have a quarterback. People were like, <clears throat> I don't want to name names Fred, if you're listening, <laughs> was like, oh, you got to get a quarterback. Like, yeah. you don't have a quarterback. You know the three guys that I was looking at in round 10 last yeah. year? Mahomes, Breeze, Andrew Luck were all available in the 10th round of our yeah. draft. We have a very competitive draft. Like, there are guys out there yeah. in the later rounds that you can get. Definitely. Uh, these are some of the guys, if you're caring about <laughs> the rest of the rookie class. Uh, Josh Allen finished as the 20th quarterback on the board, the second highest rookie. Um, he had a – it doesn't even matter what his consistency rank is, but he did average – se- it was low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he averaged 17 points a game. Now, Josh Allen, over the last – I think I – th- I believe it was the last four weeks of the season, finished as the QB3. In fantasy football over the last four weeks. Wow. He, I believe he had two games with four points. Now, I wanted to look up the numbers, like the legitimate like statistics for Josh Allen. <laughs> and he like what he did. He didn't throw the football all too well in those games. Yeah. What he does is he runs all over the field like a buffoon. Uh, he scored like two touchdowns passing and two touchdowns rushing in one of those games. So he is a good value. In the, in the late rounds. He's, he's kind of the opposite he's on of Mayfield. My, he's the opposite of Mayfield. And I like Josh Allen because 
I, I don't know. Like when you look at what he did this season, you don't hope he you hope he doesn't repeat what he did this year with two hundred and eight fantasy points. Like that's not what you want. Well, he added two receivers. <laughs> two guys two who okay receivers, yeah. Which isn't a bad thing because now there's a, which is something they didn't have last year. They have a good depth at the receiver position. Yeah. He gets a year older. I don't think he's gonna be anything insane. Yeah. But if you are looking for a sleeper, he's in, going in the thirteenth round. Right. I mean take a flyer on him. If yeah. Like do do a strategy where you take a guy maybe in the twelfth round where you know like uh Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Like you take him, maybe you take a uh, Jared Goff. Like you take a guy that you think you're you know you're gonna get good value out of, then you take Josh Allen. Yeah. Take a flyer on him. That's what I did right. last year with the Breeze and Mahomes thing. Yeah. That's a guy who has potential to be a top ten fantasy quarterback next year. See for me, I don't need I don't I don't need the I guess you could say you're handcuffing your quarterback, but yeah. I don't need to handcuff my quarterback. I'm just streaming it all out. I'm going. You I'm are. This is that's the, the difference between me and you, though. I'm throwing it With right our, in the pond. And yeah. next year you'll be like, I'm streaming quarterbacks. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It's not a bad idea. So. Anyway, yeah. I mean, well, the way the way that I look at it, and I don't want to get in a long tangent on this, but the way that I look at it for streaming quarterbacks is that the way I look at it is like this: if I can get now hitting on a quarterback streaming wise is not very difficult. Mm-hmm. If you can average twenty one to twenty two points a game, you know, hitting on your QB stream, then you're you're going to score more fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes did for his entire season. Yeah, you may not get a forty point outing, but you're not gonna have those weeks where the guy scores like twelve or thirteen fantasy points and you had to go with him because you spent a second round pick on him. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Josh Allen is one of my sleepers. I think he's like fifth on my sleeper list for quarterbacks. He went down after they didn't get anyone um, besides those two wide receivers. Which are Cole Beasley and... Uh, Cole Beasley and the Ravens. John Brown. Yep. So uh, he got some people to throw to. My concern with Josh Allen is that he is very interception prone. He, he loves is. to turn the ball over. If he... Stops, a lot of young quarterbacks are, though. If he stops turning the ball over, right? And like you said, a lot of young quarterbacks do that. If he stops turning the ball over and he does what he did in those last four games this season, he could finish as a top-five quarterback. And some people are going to be like, oh, my gosh, that's that's a horror. No, I didn't say he was going to finish as a top-five quarterback. I said he has the potential to finish as a – I think he has a high ceiling. He does. Drafting that's kind him. of why I brought up, like – Kind of, I guess it is handcuffing, like picking a veteran <laughs> that you know is going to succeed. I told you, and then Josh Allen, because his ceiling, as you said, is high. Right, and when he finished fourth, you said yep. in the last four weeks, like yep. that's third. That's that's third. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I mean, he had some good games, but he also, I mean, he busted a lot of games. I just, you can't look at this past season's numbers as a reference for what Josh Allen's going to do. Outside of what he did towards the end of the season, yeah, um, this is a do or die season for Josh Allen, I think, because if he doesn't work out, I don't know how long, how much longer the Bills will wait on him. He, they're still not a good team. They're not you know a good team I mean? at all. But was Josh Allen a good quarterback? That's Last the question. Year, yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I, I loved if Josh Allen improves and stops throwing picks, Josh Allen could be a very good fantasy quarterback because he runs it all over the field. Yep. He could be very similar to Cam Newton. Um, yeah. Cam Newton has a better arm than Josh Allen. Well, uh, no, I, I think Josh Allen has a better arm. So, I mean, if he can figure out how to throw the ball in the NFL, 
He's going to run it all over the field like Cam Newton. He could finish as a top five quarterback. I mean, that's. It's not actually it's, crazy if you think it's about not it. crazy if you really do. It think sounds about crazy, it. but it's not because the end of last year. I mean, it, the worst case scenario is that Josh Allen comes out in the first three games of the season is average, and whoever drafted him in the thirteenth round, correct? Like, That's I need to the pick difference. Some guy up off the way. That is the, the difference between him and Mayfield. And if you were to sit there, and I see him as a as a great streaming option if he's sitting on the waiver wire, but I would not be surprised if he's sitting on the waiver wire by week three. And he, it's might, like, he might be not be drafted in some leagues. He might not even be drafted in some leagues. So it's like Josh Allen will be there. He will be there for you at some point to pick up off the waiver wire or or draft. And so it's your choice. You can either draft Baker Mayfield with the fourth pick, or you can take a risk on Josh Allen with a much less risky pick and yeah. a much more valuable one. Um, Sam Darnold was the third finisher among rookies. He finished 26th among quarterbacks. He was uh, straight up bad if you were talking in terms of fantasy this past year. But he had a decent rookie season. Um, the Jets added Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Bell. They didn't add much to their receiving core besides, was it Robbie Anderson or I can't remember who it was. Um, they added one more receiver. But oh, Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder, thank you. And they uh, they have Chris Herndon, who they believe in as their tight end. Uh, there's not too many targets around Sam Darnold. No. Um, but I want him to be good. I do too. desperately want Sam Darnold to be so good. The thing with Sam Darnold, I think he's talented. I think he's probably in the long run dynasty leagues. I would take him over Josh Allen. Um, yeah. For this upcoming year, they didn't really do too much. I think he will improve from last year, but I don't think he's going to take too, too much of a step. Although, you know, if you look in the past, adding a very good running back so the defense focuses on the running back to a young quarterback does help young quarterbacks out. Having that veteran running back that is pretty darn good like Le'Veon Bell. So I do think that'll help. Yeah. But I don't I don't see him taking too big of a step. But again, 13 round like you're sitting there in round 13, you have Ben Roethlisberger and you're like you know, maybe I want to take a flyer on him. He's one of those guys that I would definitely Sleeper alert, you know? Yeah. Now I have a question. What's that? Would you take Josh Allen or Sam Darnold? Because currently, you want you want to know where they're going in drafts? Where? Sam Darnold is going one in half PPR, 10-team league. He's going pick 123.2. Josh Allen is going one pick 123.3. That's Literally ridiculous. the exact same. That's ridiculous. Um, I would probably, okay. So like you said, in a dynasty league, I'd love to have Sam Darnold over Josh Allen. I think in the short term, this is what for I'm this starting, upcoming season for this upcoming season for redraft leagues, which is what we talk about. The thing with Josh Allen is his rushing yards and his rushing touchdowns. If he continues to produce in that area, he will be good. And I think those guys are instantly good. It takes a guy like Sam Darnold a couple of years to get to the point where he's actually going to be fantasy relevant because he's relying. You say, he's putting all of his he's putting all of his fantasy numbers for the quarterback position in one basket. He's saying all of my passing numbers are going to be my fantasy points, whereas a guy like Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, who we'll talk about in a second, are passing and throwing the football, so they correct. may not pass it as much. They may not get as good passing numbers as Sam Darnold does, but they get the rushing yards to boost up their fantasy numbers. And I think 
In terms of real-life quarterbacks, I would take Sam Darnold. In fantasy, I would take Josh Allen. I agree. I'd, I'd take Josh Allen. Um, maybe not this upcoming season for Darnold, but maybe yeah. the following season is when he takes that next step of being an elite fantasy quarterback. Right. As of redraft leagues, as of today, I'd probably have Josh Allen ahead of Sam yeah. Darnold. I mean, as far as what the Jets added for Sam Darnold, I do like the improvement. Like you said, adding Le'Veon Bell to that offense gives somebody – like last year when you faced the Jets, you know, as a defensive coordinator or defensive-minded coach. You didn't have to worry about anything. You didn't have to worry about much of anything. It was <laughs> like, yeah. okay, let's solve this rookie quarterback. So if Darnold can take that step forward, um, Adam Gase is decent with quarterbacks. Uh, the time that he had with what's-his-face over in uh, – what's his name? Uh, Miami. Miami? Yeah, what's his uh, quarterback? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. I knew it was Ryan. I was I was in the right direction. <laughs> uh, Ryan Tannehill, he had ha- he had Ryan Tannehill as a pet project, and Ryan Tannehill for a couple of seasons was actually relatively good. The problem with Tannehill was his injuries. Couldn't stay on the field. Um, yeah. Couldn't stay on the field. Now Darnold can stay on the field. So Adam Gase gets a good quarterback who can stay on the field, and if he can turn him into something decent, he might actually be a good producer. I think Sam Darnold's far more talented than Ryan Tannehill. So it just it's a question of how many seasons it's going to take Sam Darnold to get up to a top five producer. You see a guy like Deshaun Watson; he puts up good passing numbers, not great. I mean, they're to the Pretty par, good. to the par of a quarterback in the NFL, like a good quarterback. Yeah. Four thousand yards, you know, thirty touchdowns, that type of yep. thing. So that's good, but those fantasy numbers don't, you know, calculate. That's like a QB eleven. Um, <laughs> But adding his pat, adding his rushing numbers into that, that pads the stats a little bit, yep. and it puts him in the top of the conversation. So, him, yeah, he for goes Darnold, from top ten to for top Darnold five. to get to the top, he's got to pass like Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck, and Patrick Mahomes. Can he do that this year? No. Heck to the knob. <laughs> he's a good streaming option though. Uh, Lamar Jackson is number four on this list. Finishes the QB twenty eight. Um, Baltimore is is going run the crap heavy. They're going to run it right down the throats of everyone that they play. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I have recently grown an affinity for Lamar oh. Jackson. Not in real life. I am if I'm a, if I was a GM in the NFL, this is the last quarterback that I would want on my team like Wow. <laughs> there's like there's like 67 you, you, there's it, like 95 quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I would take all 95 out of them. It should be stated like people who are especially Ravens fans. It should be just stated that Morgan here absolutely hates running quarterbacks. So. I don't like. Well, I mean, for fantasy, I love running quarterbacks. And right, non fantasy wise, yeah. So Lamar Jackson, I've grown an affinity for Lamar Jackson because I looked at his numbers. And I prorated them for the entire season of him starting. Do you know how many rushing yards he would get and how many rushing touchdowns he would get if he start if he if He'd be he, like a running back. If he prorates <laughs> out, he would yeah, he would have twelve hundred rushing yards and like nine rushing touchdowns. That's insane. That is a running back in the NFL. So that's like two hundred plus fantasy points just on rushing. And then he would have right around fifteen touchdowns and about 2,500 to 3,000 yards passing if he improves a little bit in the passing game. Putting all that together, he would be at like 350 to 370 fantasy points. Mm. Just this, that's this season. So I love Lamar Jackson next year. Okay. And he's going in the 14th round, right? 
So He's this, not is, this He's... is where the strategy might oh, change. Oh, no. He was going in the 14th You're round. You're killing me, fantasy owners. You're killing After me. After the Mark Ingram signing, over the last month, he has jumped from the 14th round yep. to the 11th. Okay, I'm I'm all right with that. Okay. See, I, I, I was going to say the same thing. I don't love him as much in the 11th round as I do the 14th, but I still like him for everything you said. Like right now in the 11th round in my mock drafts, I'm targeting, uh, what is it, um, Jameis Winston. Okay, yeah, he's so, going 10th round I think right now. Yeah, so I, I would not mind having a Lamar Jackson in the 11th round, but it's it's high. It's really high, people. He yeah. shouldn't even be drafted. <laughs> 157 fantasy points out of like not 10 well, games. Well, pe- pe- people see what you see though. Yeah. So, but see, it's but... like it's like if those numbers and now here's the other problem. You know what Lamar Jackson's going to do next year, right? Yeah. He's going to run the football. It's true. So if he's running it, defenses are going to figure that out. That's why. And they're in a very good defensive division, like except for Cincinnati. <laughs> well, I mean. Pittsburgh's got a good defense. The Browns have a good improving. defense. Yeah, yeah. The Browns' offense is more. Their defense isn't bad, but I, think I, I know what you mean. Great defensive line on the Browns. Great defense. Yeah. Line. Uh, so Lamar Jackson's going to have a tough time running it as much as they do. And honest, honestly, I and this is how much I don't like Lamar Jackson in a real life sense. I don't know how long he's going to stay in the starting role in Baltimore. Oh well, next they season. traded Joe Flacco. They, so they traded have Joe to. Flacco, so they kind of have to start him. But what if it doesn't work? And it's not going to work. I guarantee you it's not going to work. Mm. I know you disagree with that, but the second this team gets behind, I do think if, if he's he, going to have to throw it, and he can't. If he like really can't throw next year, then you're right. It's not going to work. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think is going to happen. I mean, if he improves, they, I got a report he doesn't, today. He doesn't, I got a report today saying coaches think that Lamar Jackson has improved his accuracy. He doesn't have to be like Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, but he just has yeah. to be decent. And I think he can be decent. I don't right. think he was last year, but I think eventually he and that might be this year he can be a decent thrower of the football. Yeah. I mean, I'm if but he, he has you right, he has to be though. If he does improve. Now, he doesn't throw a lot of picks. That's the other thing is that he's not going to be taken off the field because of the interceptions. But if he literally just can't throw it accurately, then he's not going to be the guy for Baltimore. Here's the problem with the the style of offense that Baltimore is going to try to run next year is that they have try to, to run they the ball have 50 to times. control <laughs> They're going to try to run the ball 50 times, yeah, and then pass it like 15. <laughs> the problem with Baltimore is that the second they fall behind in a game, Lamar Jackson has now got to throw it. And if he can't throw it, there's going to be a lot of games where Lamar, where Baltimore Ravens fall behind. They're not going to be able to stay keep pace with the rest of the NFL. It's like, it's like a 1970s football team trying to join the NFL today. <laughs> Like it's like like can you imagine when this yeah. team faces the Kansas City Chiefs? It's gonna be like touchdown, 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 twenty eight nothing, and Lamar Jackson is still trying to run the football. Yeah, it was kind of like that in the playoffs, except um, yeah. they played good defense. But if if their defense is good, it might it might they work played the Chargers bit. right? But everyone everyone this is completely out of the fantasy realm. Everyone who thinks Baltimore is going to be a sneaky team and you're going to be real good this year. Back the truck up. Their defense can get them places, but they... Uh, they uh, I think they'll be okay. They're not going to... They can't win a playoff game with this team. I don't think that... I yeah. yeah. I think they might make the playoffs, though. Let's conclude this uh, this conversation with a young man. We don't even know if he's going to start next season, 
But we'll throw them on this list anyway. These were all, all five of these guys were drafted in the first round of last draft, and I like all five of them. I know. By the way. Um, it was a great draft, except for Lamar Jackson. Fantastic. But Josh, Ro- <laughs> Josh, Josh Rosen, fifth quarterback. There was another rookie quarterback, Nick Mullins, who finished ahead of him at thirty. Um, but Nick Mullins will not start next year unless uh, Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. Yeah. Um, is he even still on the San Francisco 49ers? I don't even I know. I think so, yeah. Josh Rosen finished as the number 33 quarterback. Um, there's a lot of questions surrounding Josh Rosen. We don't even know if he's going to play. Probably not. I think there's like a 80% chance he's getting traded. If he gets traded to the Patriots or the Giants, Josh Rosen will not start a game next year. Probably. Unless Eli Manning is absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Um, if he gets traded to the Washington Redskins, Josh Rosen will probably play some games. If that's the case, I'd still stay far away from fantasy wise because <laughs> oh, the Redskins are yeah, not oh, going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I would definitely stay away from them. Now, if if Arizona sticks with Josh Rosen and they draft Nick Bosa or they trade the pick away and they they stick with Josh Rosen, I really do like Josh Rosen on the Arizona Cardinals next year. Do you? And the reason why is because every single play call last season was completely uninspired, and yeah. it was bad. It was not Josh Rosen's fault that he was bad. Everyone, he did have some. You literally, bad he had some. Plays, he has but... some bad plays, but you literally have to go and watch the film. You have to go watch. Go look up strong. Go look up strong opinion sports, and watch his video on Josh Rosen. Love that dude. Love that dude. But watch his video on Josh Rosen, and he will explain to you why Josh Rosen is actually good. He had a couple of mistakes in a couple of games, and a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, he was really bad. He didn't do good. His numbers were bad. He only averaged eight fantasy points per game. He busted 100% of the time. His consistency (laughs) rank was 34. Like, he didn't even finish among the 32 quarterbacks. So So Josh Rosen was not good last year, but Josh Rosen, he had the same completion percentage, the same completion percentage, as Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, right? Mm-hmm. He had, I believe, not I think the same amount of touchdowns as Sam Darnold did, and the same amount of yards that Josh Allen did passing. So he didn't really do that far away from what Sam Darnold and Josh Allen too, produced. Yeah. Um, Rosen is going to be a good quarterback. He has a really good arm. He has tenacity. He has he has the drive to do it. Whereas a guy like Josh Allen. I think he'll turd himself, and, and he's he's just not. Josh Allen is a, I don't know. I don't know if he's got the fight in him, but Josh Rosen's got fight in him somewhere. <laughs> he just was so, on a bad team. Uh, I think he's got a good arm. He's got good accuracy. Believe it or not, he's got a great connection with Christian Kirk, who is the future, future wide receiver of the Arizona Cardinals. He was drafted in the second round, so I can say that viably. <laughs> uh, but Josh Rosen, I think, I don't know about next year, but if he stays, on, say. If he stays on the Cardinals... I think it could actually be decent in coming years. Um, if he stays on the Cardinals as a starting quarterback, I might take a look at him for next year. But he's nothing more than a streaming option. If if so that, I, was, I would I would I would not doubt that he even is on anyone's radar next year. Yeah. So if like I was saying, um, like they're if, in the they're by the way they're in the market to get like Nikhil Harry, who is like the. <laughs> Putting DK Metcalf in a box very far away, Nikhil Harry's the top wide receiver in the class. Okay. Yeah, so, which would be a good pickup. That would but, be a good pickup. So you said you love Josh Rosen if he I, stays on the Cardinals. I do. 
Where do you do you have him higher than Sam Darnold next year if he stays on the Cardinals? No. Do you have him higher than Josh Allen? No. Lamar Jackson? No. Okay. Just making sure. Don't is he get, is he Baker. getting drafted? No. no. Okay. So we're on the same page. Yeah. So I I mean I'll stay away from Rosen. I mean I might, you know, if he has like a decent game, game one, like where he gets eighteen fantasy points or twenty fantasy points, like I might pick him up and stick him on my bench and hope that he breaks out or something. But I really do like Josh Allen. I'm like I'm rooting for Josh Allen. You mean Rosen? Josh Rosen. Sorry, my God, I get those guys mixed up. Even <laughs> I when I'm too, like yeah. writing notes, I write the wrong names. Um, yeah, I'm really rooting for Josh Rosen to succeed. I honestly think they're going to take. Now we can flip this. Uh, we got to complete the show, but we can flip this discussion really fast. Josh Rosen is a starting quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals right now. Assuming that they take now, now we're assuming the opposite end that they don't take okay, Nick yeah. Bosa or trade the pick that they take Mr. Uh, Kyler Murray, Murray and they trade Josh Rosen because the second they do that, they have to trade Josh Rosen. Yep. Like, every, there, there are people arguing that Josh Rosen can stay on the team if they no, no, no. they got to trade Josh Rosen. He's, he's going to check out, he's going to hold out, he's not going to, he's not going to play for the Arizona Cardinals. They will trade him away if that happens. He's very far away from ever being a fantasy, like probably anything. Because yeah. if he gets, goes to the Redskins, he's going to blow. Now we'll talk about we'll fantasy wise. Pr- we'll probably on our NFL draft recap show in three weeks talk about Kyler Murray. But just really fast, what do you think of Kyler Murray on the Arizona Cardinals in 2019? I like it. I like it. I don't know about so for 2019. Yeah, might be like. A little hot. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's very early. We'll see where he gets drafted and stuff. Yeah. But I do like it for the most part. Yeah. I, I like Kyler Murray. Especially in that offense. I like Kyler Murray in 2020. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not next year. 2020, I mean, when you see what a good, like, one of the better rookie performances of a quarterback of all time in Baker Mayfield. You, you, you saw that Do you think he like could be a Baker Mayfield four, type? I think he could finish with Baker Mayfield numbers. He might finish with a little like 16th. Bit. I actually see him more finishing like a Deshaun Watson the year he tore his ACL. Okay, yeah. But he won't tear his ACL, and he'll actually be able to finish the season. <laughs> Let's hope. Uh, he was on pace for a lot of fantasy points that year, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. So that's where I see Kyler Murray being if he goes to Arizona or kind of wherever he goes, I guess. Um I think it depends. Well, actually, because the teams interested in him are like, like let's say he goes the to Giants. Oakland. I think he'll do good. Giants, man, yeah, he'll he'll do okay. I think Cardinals, he'll do good. So yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, yeah, definitely. Um, that'll do it for the QB position for rookies. I believe that was all the rookies. We didn't talk about tight ends. I I, I was gonna I was gonna I mentioned it last week offhand that we were gonna talk uh, talk about tight ends on the show this week. Um, there aren't any, and there there aren't any. Mark Andrews of Baltimore Ravens, who's getting a lot of looks right now. Uh, some people who commented on our tight end, on our tight end posts in the past week, were in love with Mark Andrews, and I'm like, yeah. you're in love with a tight end who's going to be in an offense that doesn't pass the football. <laughs> if yeah. they do pass the football, though, he I think he will get targets. Yeah, big time. But uh, so that'll do it for the QB position for rookies. Uh, hopefully, this episode prepares you for the 2019 fantasy football season. Uh, and uh, make sure you listen next week for the rookie running back slash wide receiver program for 2018, the rookies. Yeah, Sony yeah. Michelle, baby. And that'll do it. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. See you later, guys. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. 
Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs. That's fair. <laughs> Do you take him um, over Corey Davis? This is the important question. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. No. That offense right now. Corey Davis. You know who guy. I do like? Uh, as, as a complete side note, James Washington in Pittsburgh. I like him. He's on my sleeping yeah. list as well. I, yeah. Um, yeah. With AB out of there, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely – Christian Kirk's one of the guys I really do like. Uh, Rick's obviously not as high on Mr. Kirk. But to finish as a fifth-best wide receiver among rookies last year, that's pretty good. That's all right. Decent. He uh, does have chemistry with Rosen, I think. Yeah, that yeah. Is fair to I say. think that that you have to. That's why I'm trying to temper my love of Christian Kirk a little bit. Yeah, um, that'll do it for the running back slash wide receiver position for rookies. Tomorrow night, I will be uh, yelling at my TV and probably sending very judgmental tweets about some of the players being drafted. Um, I will be too, but it won't be with the NFL draft. <laughs> NHL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully this episode prepares you for the 2019 fantasy season. Um, you can always uh, come back and listen to it down the road as we approach the draft season, which is coming up rather rapidly. Um, make sure you listen next week. We're going to give you our recap of the NFL draft and our top five winners and losers from the NFL draft. I'm not talking about teams. I'm talking about players. Yeah, we ain't talking um, no teams. Did DK Metcalf get drafted on a team where he can actually be successful as a wide receiver? Probably not. But, <laughs> but, but we're going to find out, uh, and we'll give you all of our opinions on the NFL draft, winners, losers, and the like. Um, do you have any uh, concluding thoughts for us before we I think DK off? Metcalf is a winner no matter what. If he gets drafted Stop by the it. Redskins, he'll definitely be a winner because he's got Stop Colt it. McCoy as his quarterback. Shout out my boy Colt McCoy. Oh. I don't want the Redskins to draft anybody because I want to see him ball. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.